0: Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things arrow and elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun, and you will too. there was stuff to talk about this week it was fun was a good weekend it was a terrible week (laughs) kelly's having you just missed me and kelly's half hour uh political talk so we're not gonna do it on the podcast but kelly's having a rough
1: week was it was like tuesday monday or tuesday night it was monday night we're sitting here watching tv (laughs) after dinner and all of a sudden my tv just stops what? like have you ever had a tv just like yeah stop my tv working? goes
0: on the fritz all the time yeah no,
1: no this wasn't fritz this was just like oh just dance.
0: died it oh just no
1: and i was like well shit <laughs> 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 what do you do and so like oh no it was before dinner because like during dinner we were all researching new tvs like what's a good tv yeah no and that's like a, that's weapon. like a life need and and like because i was like what am i going to do tomorrow without a tv i have to right have that's eggs. like needing i'm out of groceries i put them at
0: the same level of importance
1: <laughs> it's you have to have a tv it's just it's just paying you your just mortgage have have and having
0: a tv those are the same things
1: you know and mm-hmm. so yeah we ended up going out to sam's club like right before so were you watching were you watching the results <laughs> in t- sam's club <laughs> i love it no that was monday night so it was a oh before. okay and I didn't watch results. I was like, "I'm staying away from that." <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I literally like right before Sam's Club closed, bought a TV, brought it home, we put it up. Awesome. I have a new TV. But I watched. Like, I watched. That's results. a metaphor for my week. Is a broken TV. I'm sorry.
0: Like, oh if my. If you want to know why Kelly's sad, I'll just tell him why you're sad. Why am I sad? because you loved Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, well, that's not, yes. I'm sorry, Didn't have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's, that's Salt, one of many things wound, of why I'm sad. But yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> I put away my Christmas decorations during the results. Well, that's lovely. So and guess what the end of place. I finally did it. I said, you know, if we get past March and I haven't put them away, I'm just going to keep them up. But then I was like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching this craziness happen. And I was like, I can put these away. It's fine. So that's what I did. But we had a really good weekend with con with the con in Chicago with Steve and Emily. They came prepared to give us the goodies, which I appreciate. It felt like a very nice like it felt like an exclamation point on the end of Arrow. Like it was a nice way to cap it. It was a sweet It was, was just a
1: sweet I felt like that was Steve and Emily's way of saying, Okay, now we got we can really say goodbye.
0: I agree.
1: The I feel and like and this
0: was a very purposeful thing that they were just the two of them, and they it was very, very much focused on on the, the Alistair fandom. And they that came was such to a play. Gift. Well, they came to play in photos like never before seen. I feel like like they were doing some poses <laughs> that I was like, okay, "Well, okay, <laughs> I will, I will take this photo gratefully." You know. I just I was like the one where they were it. kissing. I want to know how that one went down. So if you were the kissing one, I heard
1: no. I heard the whole story.
0: Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't it know the, the story. Way. Like, they did they ask them to
1: kiss? She asked. She asked from what from what it sounded like to me, she asked for kind of the way the, she wanted them to pose, like they did in their first kiss, and then she had two pictures, and in their last kiss, and <laughs> it had the picture had to be retaken. Because the sign that she was holding, like, flat, like, made a flash or okay. whatever. Okay, okay. And um, so that when they did it, that's when Steve grabbed her and kissed her. Oh. And she was shocked. Like, the gal who asked for the picture was shocked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, that's, whoa. That's how I understood it okay. was happening. Because
0: it kind of feels like it was a spur of the moment. It, it, that's exactly was it was. Emily was not entirely huh? expecting it kind of kiss. I was like how did that all happen
1: that was interesting that's interesting
0: we're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna let that lie i'm not going but
1: there. no the 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 panel with just elicity like why haven't we been having just elicity panels
0: i don't know i feel like <laughs> that was hi delightful eight years of being robbed thanks so much like i feel like eight years
1: of which superhero would you <sighs> be
0: you know are I gonna you do like do, wrestling? what's the one that they always oh are they gonna do the are they gonna do the justice league uh, you know on on t v or was uh, like oh what's your favorite bad guy <laughs> <laughs> I know right and <laughs> like, for, <laughs> <you> once, <laughs> for once we
1: got the they talked about Oliver having babies and and and, and-
0: that's my headcanon. i don't care where you are at on this entire like supernatural they live okay in like that. this fantasy supernatural zone of whatever but oliver and felicity are having babies in the so like when they finally reunite with mia and william they will have the triplets with yeah, them that's, uh, no doubt and that's no just doubt. how it's gonna be Thanks, Steve. No See, like, this is when doubt. me and Steve gel. This is when we're, this is when, when we're friends. This is when the relationship and is good.
1: Also, <laughs> also, what was another thing? Oh, when did, when did they fall in love? Like, when?
0: Oh, that is always a fascinating question. And I always disagree with I Steven on it. I always disagree with him.
1: I was not expecting the answer they gave.
0: Like, well, first,
1: their first thing was right when they met. Yes. And then they were like, okay, well, then, you know, by 107, he, he loved her. Except and she's he, like, she by 114. In... Right. And he's like, that's a different episode. And she's like, I know. That's why I said it. But, and like, she wasn't in 107. Was hilarious. I know. But, like, it was so funny. But he gave 107 as his answer. And then she gave her answers 114. Isn't and that, he was the, like, is that the he book? He was, like, upset that it wasn't the same answers. I know. <laughs> well, okay. So, 107. Yeah, no, I... was him in her car. Okay.
0: I also feel like it, he might have <laughs> meant 207. That's what I...
1: I originally thought, but I don't know because like Steve how do you? Doesn't usually get he that doesn't usually wrong.
0: skip numbers, right? He's usually pretty good about that. Like I never agree with Steve on this particular subject. Well, I I agree with him. But I feel like there's a mental process happening in Oliver in his in his level of acceptance of being willing of being able to admit that he's completely in love. Yeah, with I think
1: I think it's a little bit more gray than than. It right, was put I have always agreed that
0: <laughs> Felicity fell in love with him like the moment she met him, but I think Oliver was definitely like he was in love with her. I think even in, even when he saw her in uh the flashback. I think he fell in love with her the first time he saw her too, but I think it was it's a more complicated evolution with him and him being able to admit that he's in love with her, him being able to acknowledge that, him being able to tell her. It's much more gray, as you were saying, which is kind of how I based my, you know, when Oliver fell in love with Felicity post. Cause I really stand by that clock tower moment where I'm like, no, this was it. This that yeah. was the. And scene. I think
1: I think a lot of fans. Yeah. Like they have their beliefs. And yes.
0: Drilled down hard. Right. Like them. like there's no the way there's no way Steve has spent as much time as I have analyzing the nuances of <laughs> Oliver Queen's emotional evolution
1: belief, with Felicity. My belief was two oh six. Yes. He, that's when he realized. I'm, he he had to like he's like divert right. divert, divert, divert divert. That's what he's like, Hi. okay,
0: <laughs> I have the butterflies and the bunny feelings for you. But see, we're just like not going to talk about it and we're just not going to deal with it. And it's just going to go away and it'll be fine. And I can not love you. It will be fine. I just won't be with you. And I will hook up with Sarah instead. And that'll be great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was a mess. Season two, <laughs> Oliver was so like, is really it a shock was. that anyone
0: was like, "Yay, he loves her. But when did that happen? Like it was a totally a natural because he's so messy in season two.
1: He was so messy. But he, here's another thing. That I thought was interesting about that answer. Like, were they answering for, like, in the canon that we saw? Or was this, like, the new canon that Oliver created when he rebirthed Also multiverse? fair.
0: I don't think... I feel like a canon we saw because I feel like they forget about that there's new canon now.
1: I think they're, Other like, than the, Cassidy the forgetting what, what, what character she plays. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> You're like... But, but it all is summed up in what they said at the end of the panel is, ha ha, we're done.
0: We yeah. We don't care. Okay. <laughs> now we got to talk about Savage Steve because sta- Savage Steve oh, is savage my favorite back? of all oh, the Steves. Yes. Oh my God, that was so when funny. When Steve is savage, <laughs> I love him with all my heart and uh-huh. I forgive him all his transgressions. Okay. For so that moment. For just that moment and then, that that later, moment, and then he goes back into I'm being like, oh. a D-bag and I'm back to being like, you're such a D-bag. Um, <laughs> but there was They'll come after you. Jen, be it's quiet fine. About that. Listen, they, <laughs> if you guys have not come, listen. You can come after me about my relationship with Steve, and I will tell you it's Steve's fault. <laughs> and everyone's always sending me questions like, "What? Why? Why are you upset with Steve?" Listen, it's on the blog. Go look for it. I haven't been shy. <laughs> so, all right. So, it was a hilarious. I think this might actually top the most hilarious. Conversation thing that has ever happened at con too, because like the funniest one was when the little girl was like, "I Emily's better," like oh, that was that fantastic. Was it was fantastic. Chef's kiss, chef's, chef's kiss, like excellent, uh, excellent. Uh, like because the, David's the reaction future, was part of it. Uh, yeah, it the so future good. is safe because I have faith in that little girl. Um, so somebody was asking them a question, and they were like, "No spoilers," because Aaron and was it our Aaron? His, I feel like it was our Aaron, the one that uh fan, oh, runs the shop. I don't know. They said Aaron, and whenever I think of um, Aaron, I just think of fangirl problems, but I don't, was problems, there, but but I don't was. know. It was probably it was a totally different person, but anyways, anyway. they're like, oh, no spoilers because, you know, Aaron hasn't seen uh the finale, and then she asked, you know, if, you know, would you be okay with... A different. What kind of ending would you have liked to have changed? And I think she mentioned the person asking question mentioned, um, you know, oh, a funeral. She mentions a funeral, and the girl who had seen the finale just shrieks, "What?" And it was the best.
1: And I'm telling the story
0: very badly, but because I don't really remember all the question. And then Steve and Emily started riffing off of it, and Emily was like, "Oh, who died?" And Steve was like, "Laurel."
1: like completely deadpan and emily went no yeah it was really <laughs> great there's a story there yeah it was really great
0: i was like the man has no shame in his distaste for katie cassidy oh so my
1: god it was really He funny. he literally gave no shits
0: yeah he doesn't care they're not gonna be friends he's not gonna talk to her oh god it was so funny he tweeted out Oh, I think it was in an interview. We talked about the interview, how he wasn't going to play the character again. And she tweeted out something. Oh, I hope we can get him to change his mind. I'm like, girl, please. No. It's not happening. It's it's
1: not going to happen. He is not going to grace your show Mm
0: -mm. with his presence. It's not even your show. I would actually put more money on Steve going to The Flash.
2: Yeah. Before he would go to
0: Green Arrow and the Canaries. And there's not great. anything against Cat because I loved the thing that he said about Cat that Cat reminds him of Emily.
1: That was so sweet. It was
0: really sweet. Oh my god! Like it was so much goodness, just continual. Too much goodness. And like this is the this is why our fandom is awesome because everybody here's why I love our fandom, like people are taking pictures and these pictures you guys cost a fortune. They are so expensive, Fair. and trust me much of my <laughs> of my money has gone down that tube i'm ashamed to admit like we're never mine. gonna talk about how much <laughs> i spent on cons <laughs> it's just we're not talking about it because i'll be like looking at my retirement and be like what i much i spent on that and be like and be like ashamed of myself um already these are so expensive, (laughs) and people i this was the most i had seen people not actually being in the physical picture so so or being to the side so they so the fandom can crop them out and just have the picture of steve and emily
1: like i understand why people want like to go and have them hug and everything like i understand that but major fucking props to the fans who stand aside right because listen as speaking
0: as a person who's been to a con it's really fun to have Steve have his arm around you because he is a teddy bear with abs he's very very warm and it's cold in those convention centers he's very snuggly you would think that he's like a rock but he's squishier Anyways, um, That's so true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so it was just so because, like, our big thing with Steve and Emily is that you know we never really got a photo shoot with them. So like these conventions are are basically our casual photo shoot, and I yeah. just was blown away by how many fans were like handing over their cold hard cash and then stepping away from them so the fandom can just crop them out easier, and then asking them to do these amazing poses that I would never have had the balls to do. In a million years to ask them to do any of half the stuff that they were doing, it was amazing. I just love that the Phantom was like, "We don't give a crap anymore. It's over. We're gonna ask for what we want." Because remember, in ours it was Shannon. Shannon was the one that asked them to reenact the wedding scene.
1: Shannon is a blessing. Shannon's the
0: best. And Sh- like, and then once Shannon started, because we were like, Shannon has to do it because she has balls of steel. And then they were standing so far apart, and then all of us were like, "No, closer." closer and Shannon finally yelled at them don't leave room for Jesus it was hilarious oh and then okay there is a priest who went to this convention yes I looked at his Twitter because I was like what like he's a major fanboy but also a priest and so he took Bless. a picture of with them and he's in the middle of the Elizabeth picture and someone said this time they left room for Jesus and he was, he was like, like Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, it was the best. Me. It was the best. I'm sorry, I can't remember who said it to me because I was talking with a lot of people this over the last I remember days. seeing it as well. It okay. Was it was the best. It was literally the best. So yeah, I think I you know, and it was a really nice like I kind of feel like they veered into some different topics during the um, their panel I've posted the panel on my blog so you guys I think it's on the second page now so you guys can go check that out if you want to watch the whole thing but it kind of felt like we weren't covering the same topics over and over and over again the moderator was really good Claire Kramer that was Claire Kramer I was like what here's the deal I have a hard time recognizing Claire when her hair isn't curly
1: yeah, same here. I feel like she looks totally
0: different when her she hair does. is not She does. It's like, it's like Clark Kent's glasses. Yeah, it really, like, listen, people get after Superman with them glasses, but, you know. Oh, you know all,
1: what? All somebody has to do is, like, shave or something. And right! No, like, she I really just I, 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 If
0: she doesn't have her hair in ringlets, I got nothing. ain't glory no is.
1: more. I don't know, she like, <laughs> she don't know who that is. don't know who that is.
0: You're knew like, are you sure you don't recognize her from Buffy? I'm like, nope. Nope. Not glory anymore. (laughs) And listen, she wasn't bring it on, too. She was the best in bring it on. She was funny. And her hair was curly there, too. So it's not my fault that her two most important roles had curly hair, and I can't recognize her hair when it's straight. It's not my fault. That's not a thing. (laughs) I can't. That's not my thing. Okay, so speaking of Superman, Brandon Routh. Okay, so (laughs) if you guys aren't. You guys aren't familiar with michael rosenbaum is that his last name yeah uh okay so he's the guy from smallville who played lex Luthor. Correct. and he has a podcast and he Same calls one that steve had his panic attack right on. it's called inside of you and steve has been on it a bunch of times and it's one of those podcasts like, Michael has this amazing ability of getting people to say things in these podcasts. They talk. Like, how do like, you do this? Like, and so yeah. He, and, like, he gets them course. to elicit information. Like, if they were talking to EW, it would never happen. So, like, Steve, I mean, if you're ever wondering, how does the fandom know so much about Steve's personal life? It's because Steve told us, okay, on <laughs> podcasts. He has absolutely, <laughs> like, you put that guy in a podcast, he's like, it's like word vomit.
1: You don't need to, like, go digging into nope. Google. All you need to do is just listen nope. to some podcasts. There was nothing that we've That's ever Googled it.
0: about him. This is two podcasts. Two podcasts. I know everything I need to know about Steve's ex-wife. Because <laughs> Steve told me. And then, like, don't get mad at us about knowing about Steve's first wife and having that information if Steve shared it with us, with Aisha Tyler. I can't this is on my, I can't control what he's going to say. Anyways, so. <sighs> Brandon Routh went in on uh, inside, of, uh, inside of You. And it's always sexual entendre when they started out. But so it was really about talking about anxiety, which was a very interesting chat because Brandon's a little bit more ethereal than Steven is. He's,
1: he's a little more of a touchy-feely guy. He's more
0: touchy-feely. He's more philosophical.
1: He's probably more of a Biden or a Bernie supporter.
0: I think he probably is a Bernie Sanders fan. Um, <laughs> take with that what you will. Uh, yes, he's. It was very. It was very interesting, but w- he got down to some 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 de- details that were unknowns to us. So apparently, his exit from Legends of Tomorrow did not go well.
1: So he was. I mean, I feel like we kind of knew that it was abrupt. I think I think the it way that Courtney abrupt. and Brandon reacted to it when it was announced that there was a story there,
0: right? So he very clearly stated, and I kind of think we knew this too. This was not his choice to leave. Yeah, he was not happy about being asked to leave. Yeah. Um, so he he was told he that his character was being written out at the, before production started, but he said that the CW did not handle it well soccer but like I, I find it interesting that he's like the cw didn't handle it well well okay who are we talking about this at the cw like that's a broad term because he kind of covers things he doesn't like call out the executive producer of legends who is the executive producer of legends? i'm gonna look it up Executive producer, because there's no showrunner. Necessarily- Glenn? No, That's, they said Glenn Winter. I don't. Know That's this. a lie. <laughs> what are you even on about? What the? That's f- a lie. What the? <laughs> um, i This is actually really hard to find. <laughs> this should not be this hard. It shouldn't be
1: that here we are
0: like i don't know i don't know if mark has the same relationship with legends that he does with arrow in the sense that he's behind the scenes kind of show running like he's not really a show runner like that was beth but he he had he had a
1: lot of input
0: a lot there we go that's the word for he had input (laughs) okay here we go i found an article where it's announcing that they're uh okay executive producers phil Klemmer, grianne godfrey and kato shimizu, shimizu. They, phil and kato i know were
1: on arrow before they moved over to legends
0: okay so phil so i think when he says the cw he's talking showrunners i don't think
1: he's talking showrunners at all
0: you don't because it would make me 100%. happy because I'd feel so – I would be really – that was my concern. I was like, I was really going to be sad if it was showrunners because I was like, I that like, sucks.
1: I feel like showrunners don't have as much say in that sort of thing.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you think it was less of a creative decision on the show and more of like a CW, I, DC – I have a
1: feel it was, um, it was more of a, of a higher-ups thing. A DC Maybe it entertainment. was a, a dispute over pay could be money it's always money it's, it's always, always money. money but listen if you're not paying brandon,
0: Routh, it's the brandon not Routh. Money, then then fuck you you deserve to lose if them. it's money <laughs> then it doesn't have anything to do with the showrunners they're not involved yeah. involved with that and that's that's why i don't think it, it was the showrunners i think it. okay was. that makes more sense oh that, that makes me a little bit more because i was like very sad because like what i like the too? idea that these Listen, I like the idea that all of these sets are one big happy family. I know it's not true, but when the the image of perfection and family is blown apart, it makes me sad, even though I know behind the scenes that not everybody's friends. I still like to pretend that they are. Like, I like to pretend that Steve and Emily have barbecues, which they probably do. (laughs) So I mean, haven't
1: they told us they do?
0: <laughs> yeah, those two hang out a lot. They hang out a lot, they do, they do guys. Um, Let's get used to it. I don't think Steve and David hang out a lot, though. I don't I think, think that was I a very think... much a work friendship. Yeah. You, have you ever had friendships <laughs> like that? Like I had a friendship like that in college. He was from I, my you're hometown. You're very
1: friendly with them, but you don't have anything in common outside. No, of it me. was, to- yeah, it was
0: totally that. I had a really good, we went to high school together. We were on the cross country team. We were co-captains together. He's was a really cool dude, but like we weren't friends outside of like cross country. But then we went to, the, we both went to the same college and like we were super tight at our school. But then when we came home, we didn't talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a total college joke in this area and like i adore him he was he was a great guy but yeah like or still is but yeah it was really it was a really weird it's like work friendships like i'm really tight with you at work but i don't hang out with you outside of work it's kind of how i thought steve and david are but maybe i'm wrong i think david's also just more private
1: i i don't i don't think David necessarily runs in the same circles as Steve. I don't think I he does. that's not a bad thing. It's not a... But can you really imagine Steven guy?
0: part of the jar crew? I mean, mean David, David part of the jar crew. It's, it's, <laughs> it just doesn't. It's like, which one of these things don't belong kind of picture? It it's like, no, it just doesn't. I think my brain would explode if I actually saw him hanging David's out with Karina McKenzie. for that. Yeah, I just like can't imagine him hanging out with Karina McKenzie. It has a it's, it's, it's weird. It's not going to. There's questions there. Um, so, yeah. So, Brandon was very, like, he labeled it as a traumatic experience.
1: Likening it, it, right? it only
0: to when Superman Returns did not get a sequel. Oh. Like, he, he it was a lot about Superman Returns, and I felt really great about it in the sense that, my emotional devastation over Brandon Routh not getting a second uh, shot at playing Superman was only matched and exceeded by Brandon Routh's disappointment. <laughs> I was like, listen, I liked Superman Returns. I liked so. it too. And Brandon was basically like, hey, it made $400 million and then it just like didn't happen. I was like, that's pretty much where I was at. Which I is one of the reasons being, I loved. I remember Christ.
1: being very happy to see him cast on Arrow. Oh my gosh, yes!
0: Because I liked
1: Superman Returns so I thought he well. like, and I was like, Felicity does deserve this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, please. No, that was like, my. I was
1: so happy. My mother's reaction
0: because I was like, Mom, you knew that they were gonna. You knew she was gonna get a boyfriend this year because I told you. And she's like, Yeah, you told me she was gonna get a boyfriend, but she's dating <laughs> Superman. Like, what the? Like my mom was like giving some serious thought to just being like, "Screw you, Oliver." She should end up with Ray. Like there was a there was a period of time where my mom was like, "Because Superman is literally gorgeous." I that's and something the- I had to tweet out because like as you're watching Brandon, because Michael Rosenbaum, he tapes it too, and so the videos on YouTube, uh, it's it's actually almost. An insane amount of attractiveness, all in one package. He looks like a GQ model, and he was just in a T-shirt.
1: Like he Here looks GQ. The, I can admit that the way they handled the Ray storyline wasn't perhaps the best. I feel they should have had more Ray and Oliver interactions earlier on. Yes, because you know, that a, was take advantage oh, of that dynamic. it was
0: comedic gold. They
1: separated Ray from the rest of the story too much. Agreed. Too soon. And and whether or not you think she he was stalkery of Felicity aside, I just felt that that was that was a poor choice. Writing wise. the better but relationship I, to I explore was the Ray and it. Oliver one. Oh, my God. That was
0: fantastic. That whole well, episode was amazing. We, but we well, only how got one episode. Awesome would it have been to have
1: seen Oliver and Ray interact and butt heads knowing that Ray
0: took his company and knowing that he's got his girl. Like know, as they're like teaming up, Felicity he is, even took. The oh world. yeah, oh like totally for early it early on, you know. Like, yeah, they, they could have done so much with that. It, was, it was kind of was like, like they, they were, were trying on. to oh. siphon oh. off Ray, I think, to try to give Emily like her own storyline that didn't involve Oliver, but it needed Oliver because oh, I felt well. like Felicity and Ray are too similar. There wasn't enough bibbidi bop with the two of them. Mm-hmm. It was just it's like it was like Oliver and Sarah. It was like too much similar. Need the opposites. So when you throw Ray in, who's basically basically the female Felicity, with Oliver, it was hysterical. It was hysterical. I loved it so much. This is not a lie. So (laughs) yeah, I was like a little concerned about Brandon because he said he's still processing the trauma. Like, I'm not kidding you guys. This is what he said. He's still processing the trauma and coming to grips with what happened and leaving Legends of Tomorrow. And then on top of that, His last day filming was all by himself. Like he had the crew.
1: That made me angry. Because he was
0: like, yeah, like he was filming in front of green screen. Like that's just the way the schedule worked out. Because it was like filming during the crossover.
1: Consider how awesome Emily's last day was. Wow. Everybody was there and there was a big deal made of it. Right. And all sorts of hoo-ha and celebration. That's what Brandon Rouse should have had.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's this is a character. He's his last
1: scene in the in the finale where they had like everybody came to watch him film it. Right. Like, like, I feel good. like
0: there was some maneuvering a little bit where it was like, OK, we'll make this Steve's last scene to, to film with Emily. You know, like like this is a good scene for Stephen to end on. It kind of felt like, you know, like on the Vampire Diaries, the last scene they filmed was Ian and Paul's, you know, the two brothers being reunited in heaven. Like, cause they, they film out of order guys. So like, I'm kind of, I I don't know enough about television to be like, Oh, this is when we could have done it or whatever. But I just kind of feel like there's a way I personally feel there was a way maybe you could finagle the schedule schedule. So like, I don't know, maybe Ray has a, has a scene with Sarah. So Katie's with him, you know what I mean? It just really sucked that he was all by himself. It does. It's kind of like, it really does. It yeah. It didn't have to be that way. No, I don't think it had to be that way. I think that they could have worked the scheduling. I know it's the crossover, and it's insane come on it's but like that's his last day that sucks that's not cool
1: and then it begs the question like did they they exile him because he was so upset about leaving
0: well that's kind of what i here's what i'm kind of i'm like there are times where you're like okay some dirty dirty stuff went down because like i kind of feel like (sighs) it's shady it was a little shady (laughs) <laughs> and Brandon wasn't like totally prepared to like spill the deets but he was just like yeah he was like was, yeah it guys was it was not crazy. good <laughs> it was bad it was real bad Michael Ross was like do you what, want to talk, he like, like, talk about it he's like I'll talk about my emotional trauma but I won't give you the details though he was like tearing up and stuff and I was like <laughs> I oh my god this is like, like what are they do, Brandon even if it is money related because that's always where things get dirty because it, it goes if it is. Like even like if I that's paid. the just reason him just My shut up God. and pay him. Just shut up. Like, you're losing Steve's paycheck. They're in a couple nickels and Emily's paycheck. CW, they're in a couple nickels you can throw. I don't know. And listen, like, he moved his whole family to Vancouver. Ugh. It was a great setup for him and Courtney. By the way, have you ever seen pictures of their little boy? No. So adorable? much cute. That kid is gorgeous. Like, it's ridiculous. I was like, put him in, like, a target ad it's insane adorable oh and then it was very you know how we always talk about like how people prioritize their relationships like how we talk about as spouses do you put your marriage first or do you put your children first and like how you and I have that conversation a lot he had that conversation that like came up so he prioritizes the son and then his and then his marriage I'm always super fascinated when people talk about this because I don't really feel like there's a wrong answer so it's kind of like like I have my beliefs (laughs) and Callie has hers but like it's always very fascinating to me when I hear people order the order of important like and it's not saying like if you the person that comes second is like that's like oh they don't love them dearly or anything it's just an interesting it's how you view just how you order your life
1: (laughs) just watching you try to dig yourself out of this one it's It's not (laughs) bad it's
0: not there's nothing to dig I'm not digging I just can't like put into words what I'm trying to say which is I agree a rarity for me but anyways I thought it was really interesting I was like oh anyways and then I went to go look up a picture of his kid after he said it because I was like oh I kind of forgot he had a kid and then I was like holy crap that kid's gorgeous which duh shouldn't be surprised. shouldn't be a shock have you seen Courtney Ford have you seen Brandon Routh oh and then they are like, oh, oh, have you ever auditioned for a show that you really wanted to be part of? And he was like, yeah, I auditioned, in f- I auditioned for Dawson's Creek. And the rage that bubbled inside of me that I did not get <laughs> Brandon Routh on freaking Dawson's Creek. Are you kidding me? And it was season three, which was the Pacey and Joey amazing season. Oh,
1: uh, what was he going to be? I in? don't know. He was
0: like, I, he he was like, it was a small role. You know what? I almost want to say... I should go back and look at, like, who we're on. I almost want to say that it's Drew. Drew. Remember Drew? The guy who played Drew no. on Dawson's Creek? He kind of looks Who's like Drew? a less attractive version of Brandon Routh. Who's Drew? Um, He was the guy who was Drew Valentine. He's, like, oh. he was, like, really mean. <laughs> and he had a back history with with uh with Jen. And he was, like, always nasty Joey. Why do I remember this? Oh, wait. He came in season four? That's not true. It was season four? I don't know. I feel her. like that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trusting the internet. True Valentine. Anyways, if it's season four, or maybe Brandon got the season wrong that he tried out for and he meant. That's what I'm going to say. We'll just say that. We'll just say that I'm right. That's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> And Brandon doesn't remember his life right. But I know better. (laughs) My God. So decent. Uh, Okay, hang on. I'm looking up Drew Valentine on Dawson's Creek. So mean. It's not mean! It's just me trying to get my way. You're so mean. Okay, I'm looking. Show all seventeen episodes. Failing down the graduate the graduate frick a duck season 4 Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna double check one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put the whole I'm whole sorry, I've down a hole. I've down a so hole. you
1: look into this.
0: Uh yeah, I think it was season four. Dawson has his season four hair. Shit! Well, anyways. (laughs) So, yeah, it made me sad. Brandon had a rough go of it. So, say nice things to Brandon on Twitter. Be nice to Brandon. He's my baby. Because he's just a doll face and we love him. Okay, can we talk about Love is Blind? Yes. Let's talk about Love is Blind. That show is a dumpster fire. (laughs) It's like the trash can of trash cans but in an amazing way
1: it is the best like a lot of people are like oh I'm not going to watch it no it's so entertaining watch it
0: watch it watch it it." (laughs) trust me it hurts my heart when people say they're not going to watch this like complete it's a gift piece of crap television that's amazing It's it's an absolute gift you should watch it like you only dream of TV shows being this messy Really? Like, it's there's, true. It's just, it's just, and it's real. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, it's not, because they're like, oh, reality shows, they're all fake. No. I think this one was, I think this was pretty on point. Because there was a lot of like, oh, did was it in the editing? And <laughs> people were like, no. <laughs> no, that no, was, that was me. <laughs> that's a thing. Do that really happen. happened. I said those things. Like, oh, no. my God, that's fantastic. Yeah. I also love how the show is like, you know what? We know everybody's here just for Lauren and Cameron, so we're just going to save them till the end. They did. They wanted us to watch
1: clear through those little assholes. I know. Okay, so they had their reunion special. They know special. where my bread is
0: buttered. Okay, so they had their, their reunion special, and there was some shit that said in this reunion special, we need to talk about Kenny and Kelly. Somebody was being shysty. Because there was just... <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there was like... Okay, so let's actually, let's start with Jessica. So, okay, so... <laughs> Let's not even try to pretend it wasn't Jessica. Right, it was, it was like Bart. What was Jessica? Barnett and Amber are married, but Jessica Ms. was going I after. I was honest from the beginning. Oh Jessica. my god! <laughs> yeah, she's like, I was honest from the beginning. I just would like to see those receipts because that didn't happen. And I was like, really? And she was totally going really? after Barnett the entire the entire show. I don't think she the stopped. I don't, I think she would try to Never hook up stopped. with him on the wedding day. Never stop. Never stop. It was. And so then Amber got her chance to go off on her and called her a sheisty bitch. And it was just. It was. It was and as glorious as it as, as you hoped and prayed it would be. And then the only thing that made it better were Cameron and Lauren's unbelievably uncomfortable faces as this little tete-a-tete was happening. Oh, it was. It was the
1: best moment of the whole show. And they spoiled it before the show. I know. Released. I really wish they had it's it. Like,
0: and like Jessica had no argument. Nothing. Cause like she knows she's awful. No, no. What her
1: thing was like? I feel like it's helped me change, and I'm like,
0: I no, don't you didn't you change. It you all. didn't change. <laughs> There's no changing with this disaster, woman. You're like in your forties. It ain't what happening. Do- what Listen, can I tell you guys something that happens when you hit thirty? I tell you something that how are you twenty year olds. The level of fucks you give about people rapidly drives down to zero. So the person that you are really starts cementing in your thirties, and by the time you're looking you know, forward to the forties, you know, there's just parts of you that it ain't changing. And I think that's that's what Jessica is. Well, it's what I am too. Right. (laughs) I'm going to be, I'm how old am I? I'm 38. Yeah. I am who I am. I don't think things are going to get fixed. Like, here's the thing. What I felt Jessica was doing
1: was trying to save her face. Oh,
0: 100% because she was the villain all season. Okay.
1: Wait, there's some people that probably haven't watched and they're like, what the? Oh, OK. So I
0: you think? tell them because you're better so, at okay. all of this. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I am going to be writing the AU. The <gasps> Are first. you seriously going to do it? Yes. Oh, my God. I I've love been, you. Like, I've been working with Shell, like planning it out and everything. It's all like, I yeah, it's Shell. a thing. Anyhow yeah we started shell and i started watching it and we're like yeah this is gonna have to be a date." isn't it and she's, she's like i'm gonna take notes and i'm like okay yeah <laughs> but um okay so what it is is they take these single people and they have like a certain number of men and a certain number of women and they each have like this suite that they stay in and then they have dates in these things called pods which are basically like little soundproof rooms Where they can only hear what's happening in the other pod that it's connected to and there's just like a screen where they can't see through to who's on the other side but they can hear them perfectly apparently like the acoustics in there were amazing and all this stuff i don't even care the point is is that they go in there and they talk to somebody without ever seeing them and then they talk for like a few days or whatever until they decide they really have a connection with somebody and then once they really have a connection then they propose, and once they propose and the proposal is accepted, then they can meet, and then they go on vacation for like a few days to I think it was Cancun. And then after the vacation, then they fly them back to Miami, and they live together in an apartment in Miami while they plan a wedding that takes place like three weeks later. like it's boom, 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 boom mm-hmm. boom.
0: It's intense. It's very intense. And, like, how can it's people fall good. in love? I mean, here's the deal, though. Like, I think, one, you're just in the mental good. space to do it. But also, when they're in these pods, they're in these pods all day talking yeah. to people. So That's it's, like, day. days and days of talking to people and getting to know people. So, like, you really get boiled down to the brass taxes. So so and- Jessica wanted to be with Barnett. Oh, that was so bad. It was her she first. she wasn't the
1: only one. It was Jessica L.C., and Amber. Yeah. All were lusting after Barnett without ever having
0: laid an eye on the guy. And it was very confusing to me because, like, listening to him talk, I was like, he's a little dude bro-ish. He's he's basically pre-Island Ollie, guys. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is why it's so insane that he ends up getting married. Because you're like, okay. You spoiled it! <laughs> well, we're already talking about it. Okay. So, if you haven't watched it, Hang up, binge it, then come back and listen to our podcast because we're going to talk about it. Spoilers, um, yeah. So then they got into Jessica and what was his name? What's her fiance's name?
1: Mark. Mark. Well, here's the thing. What happened with Jessica and Burnett? Here's how. Here's how it went down. He was talking a lot with with all these gals, Jessica included, and Jessica was like really focused on him, like. She was like, this is going to be the guy. And he said, you know, if there wasn't anything else going on, I would propose to you. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But it wasn't a proposal. It was a it was to me when he said it. I thought, well, that's a cop out. He doesn't want to tell her. No, of course, I'm never going to want to be with you. It was his gosh, if I if I could do what I wanted, I would totally marry. Right. You. It was like if wank, X, wank, if A, I B and C managed, lined up, then <laughs> I would
0: be your husband.
1: And And you're like, okay, that's not how that works. (laughs) <laughs> Jessica promptly took that to the bank and went yes. back to the suite and told Amber and Elsie or whoever, like, ah, he's, he wants to marry me. He says he's, he's going to propose. He basically proposed tonight. It's and Amber was like. She is the literal like, the version of Nanana Boo Boo. Like, it was the yeah. literal. They have the actual video of her doing this. It was yikes. Well, and I thought
0: Amber brought something up in the reunion show that I thought was interesting is that the girls, all the women, were very close. And when. They figured out Amber and Elsie figured out that they were both dating Barnett. They just didn't talk about him with each other. But Jessica, but she was like Jessica was all <laughs> up in my face about it, and it's like, thanks. So watching Jessica get called out was glorious. It's one of the main reasons why you need to watch the show because you'll you see how to. awful she is. You'll understand but, why we call her Laurel.
1: Oh yeah, but here's the thing. Here's where it gets super shisty for me with Jessica. Mm-hmm. Is Jessica goes in there the next morning totally expecting him to propose to her. He does not. He tells her, I'm sorry. It's not you. And she's just like shook. She's devastated. And what had happened, she's been talking to Mark at the mm-hmm. same time. And Mark was really into her. Like you could tell. Like he, As soon as he started talking to her, he zeroed in on her. And Mark's her. He a puppy. He really liked her. He's the Mark actual, he's like a golden retriever. Puppy he's a sweetheart like okay? a
0: two-year-old goal retriever that's mark and, <laughs> and
1: he really liked her and she was just kind of trying to like okay well that's great well, okay she kind of dumped him great. That's, you know, and she kind of he was like he sounded like he was gonna propose and she like quickly was like no no she like bumped I, br- i'm i'm talking to somebody else yeah like she right. you know, pumped like, the brakes on him she pumped the brakes and she runs off to barnett barnett's like yeah it's not you never gonna happen honey you. yeah and she runs right she, back. Yeah, to
0: Mark. it was so shady.
1: Immediately,
0: and pretends she like she's been in love with him, him all along, and that she was just confused. I was just
1: scared. Of I was your
0: scared of my emotions my for you. Which, if yeah. anyone tells you, oh, I'm, I, I'm scared of the love I have for you, just like, just,
2: get That's it.
0: bullshit. And <laughs> in
1: her case, it was supreme bullshit. And Mark, bless his little puppy uh. dog heart. He fell for it. He proposed. She accepted so she could move on to the next round. And once they're in Cancun, they, like, got all the couples together. And she continued to be fucking shady. Yeah, she She was totally going going after
0: Burnett. She was like, if things don't work out with you, Yeah, she actually said to him, I just don't really see you with Amber. And then he's like, well, I'm happy and I love her. And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys are great together. (laughs) It
1: was so... Well, and the, back in Atlanta, they had like another party and they got together and she talked to him and she was like, she was drunk because this was a, a common yeah, thing. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit, a bit of a
0: drinking problem with her, I think it's fair to say.
1: Yeah. And she was drinking and she was just like basically slobbering
0: all over Barnett and everybody saw it. Barnett saw it. Amber saw it. Like, like she's a messy drunk. Like my grandfather, when oh, he drank, I love messy. my grandfather, but he was a mean drunk. When I'm drunk, I'm like, I am like really happy. Like my, I'm like, woo! And she was and like, she's I'm just like messy. It's like, uh, it was like a train wreck <laughs> happening in front of you. You're like, take away the wine glass, stop she the gave madness. Wine to her dog. What the? F- is, like, can't they die from that? Like, isn't yes. that dangerous? Yes. They can't pro. Their liver can't process yes. the same shit as us. She got so
1: much shit online for that. This is dangerous.
0: So, so. Oh, and then she afterwards. drank out of the glass.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. <gasps> um, but anyhow, forget coronavirus. I was <laughs> <I'm> like, ah. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> so they called her out on it, like mm-hmm. later on, like you were totally coming on to Barnett, and she's like, oh no, that's not what I was doing at all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a bachelorette party, and Amber literally, like, they were both her and Amber were drunk, so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> really oh, drinking the spatula, Amber and, is so drunk. But Amber grabs onto her and like is smiling at her. Like, it looks like it's girl talk, but what she's saying is like, "You make a move on my husband, and I will fuck. I will kill cut you." you. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like, oh was... my
0: god, it, it was, was so... so good. Like they go, had Jessica uh... and Amber separated, like in the reunion show. Like it was very interesting to see where they placed people. It was hilarious. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh, they had Barnett in between. Yeah. Them. And Barnett just looks really uncomfortable the whole time. Barnett like, it's just like, wants I just to like this hold open up and swallow him. <laughs> oh, and okay, can we talk about Mark a little bit? Because Mark has oh, Mark. no oh. love for himself. He was like hitting on Jessica. He's like, well, you still haven't made me that Italian beef. I'm like, love yourself, Mark. Love Mark, yourself. Let it
1: go. Let it go. She's terrible. Like she's horrible. She deserve better. Like he just
0: does not see it. They're, they could literally be one of those married people where you're like, how do you not see how awful this person is that you're married to? They're that couple. She was,
1: she's literally awful. Honestly, Amber and Barnett make a lot of sense. Like when you see them, it's like, yes, they, they, yes. they're so ridiculous that they make
0: they're sense. They're so perfect for each other. You're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I
1: totally get it. I, to- I mean, she's kind of crazy and unhinged and has bad financial
0: decisions and, decisions like, and like doesn't like to work like, all the
1: time. She wants to be a stay-at-home mom. Which is code She's for dead. I want someone to support me. Like no, exactly. I am
0: a stay-at-home mom, okay? I'm not saying she doesn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, but she also was like doesn't like in the same breath was like I don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. She was <laughs> And they don't open have kids that. yet. So like being a stay-at-home mom when you are not a mom just means that you're unemployed. <laughs> Essential. it's essentially. Essentially. <laughs> like you need the kid to be there in order to have something to do <laughs> so yeah okay yeah. so mark needs to love himself more can we talk about kenny and kelly now
1: <sighs>
0: honestly i never
1: really loved them as much as i a lot slowly of stopped did.
0: loving them like after she was like oh i don't i'm not all that like she's like we haven't had sex yet and i'm not all that and i was like oh is this a waiting for marriage thing and she's like no i'm not attracted to him i'm like i was like what kind of man are we? Because Kenny is cute. Like, there's nobody on this so show okay. that was, because they're like, oh, we're all going to. Nobody was ugly. No, it was so ind- oh, weird. was don't not know what-
1: attracted to Mark, and Mark is, like, adorable. Mark's was
0: like- adorable. Well, and it's it was like, they're like, oh, we don't know what they're going to look like. Everyone they cast was very good looking. Like, I would very. feel comfortable saying cute to gorgeous, very like, on that spectrum. And I would yeah. say that, from my perspective, Kenny's very good looking like i was like what's the problem i like i don't know what she was complaining about and like it was very interesting as you were listening to the friends she was like well you know it's nice to hear you talk about a guy with some substance i'm paraphrasing because normally all we hear about is abs and i was like that's oh, a red okay. flag that's a yeah. red flag i was like that ain't I feel good like
1: i feel like we didn't learn enough about kenny and kelly until it was
0: the wedding because they were so boring because, like, Kenny was just like, I'm in love with you. Let's do this. And Kelly isn't like Jessica where she's, like, all this drama about not wanting to get married. She just But she can't. was the drama. So whenever we <laughs> heard about Kelly and Kenny, it was, like, Kelly talking about how she doesn't want to have sex with him. Like, she loves him, but she doesn't want to have sex with him. I was like, I don't understand not wanting. Like, I don't understand. She's just, like, I'm just not attracted to him. And listen, Kelly's cute, but Kelly isn't, like. Giselle Buchen, you know what I mean, like calm down <laughs> like there seemed to be like a ridiculous amount of like I kind of felt like oh i'm I kind of felt like coming off from her is like I'm way better looking than him, and I can find someone cuter, yeah kind of how I felt Which was coming off. I don't off.
1: think it's true. But the best part was in the reunion where Kenny's like, yeah, I'm in a relationship. It's great. And like Kelly's like, yeah, I'm still single. It was the
0: best part. <laughs> Kelly and <laughs> Jessica were single and I was like, there is a God. God is good and, and God just, is true and Kelly God started, is kind.
1: Kelly started crying and Shell <laughs> and I were all like Well,
0: because, because she knows she, she knows she blew it. Because <laughs> like apparently Kelly says to Kenny, this is the best part for me, like, you're such a great guy, and I'm so happy for you and your relationship, and I had hoped after the show that you and I could continue dating. So she slipped, but she's like, but it's water under the bridge. So there was a point in time where Kelly picks up the phone calls kenny and tries to get back together with kenny because probably her mother was like what the freak is wrong with you her mother loved her mother was ready to marry kenny (laughs) on the wedding day having just met him she's like i love you
1: face was like what What is wrong with you and
0: like she broke up with him in just like the snottiest way like you know it's like some people deserve some snotty in their breakup. Like if Mark broke up with Jessica, I could totally understand why there was oh, an he attitude. Would, he, would have, he could have been. But snotty Kenny was so. like a total sweetheart. With he's e- he like Matured. Mr. Cupcakes with extra sprinkles, and I was like, "What are you?" Com-? She was just like, "Well, you know, I don't, and I, you need to respect my decision and appreciate it." Like he doesn't
1: have. Here's to- the thing: they tried to sell this narrative that they knew it was going to be I don't at the wedding well that's the other thing that she said Way beforehand and I'm not
0: buying it uh, well, she,
1: I'm not that buying was the other thing it. that she
0: said she's like oh you know I think before the wedding both Kenny and I came into it with it being an I don't and Kenny was like we did I was like <laughs> I was like I don't recall that conversation ever happening like Kenny was ready to go didn't he say he said, I do he already said I yes I do yeah he said I do so that's not the two of them. Yeah, yeah. She was so conflicting. It's like, oh, we both agreed it was an I don't. I wasn't attracted to him, but I want to get back together with him. Yeah. And then right. she said, you know, I know a lot of great guys that I friend zoned. And those are probably the guys that I should be yeah, marrying. That, was, I was, that like, was
1: what I loved.
0: Is when she At least there was some growth there.
1: Her shitty man Picking abilities, I swear to God. And
0: you know what? It's here's the, here's yeah. what I feel like. I feel like Kelly wants to be married to a GQ model. She does. She thinks. And I'm that, not saying that those are bad people. It's
1: not, it's not her level.
0: But it's not her level. And it's not her listen, level. you can find someone that is your that you have a good friend. Because honestly, from my standpoint, the basis of a marriage is friendship. Like that. That is the That's core. Because you know. It's not something that, oh, Damien and um, Gigi Gigi were talking about. How Gigi was saying, I don't have the butterflies. I was like, no, you don't get engaged during the butterfly zone. Like, like the warm fuzzies. Like, that's the dangerous point to get engaged when you have all these butterflies and you're like, we call I call it the lovey-dovey stage. Don't get engaged during the lovey-dovey stage because that ends. And then you think you're not in love anymore which isn't true. There's a deeper level that you can go to. You're just, you're on the brink of it. And then once you find that level of emotional connection, after you've gotten past the lovey-dovey after you are like, Oh, this person isn't the best. You you gotta see your person in like some situations where they aren't their best, you know? So when she said, Oh, I don't feel the butterflies anymore. I'm like, girl, 20 years in, you're not going to feel butterflies with this dude. You know what I mean? That's not the point of marriage. And if there are people who still feel butterflies with their spouses, I comm- after 20 years, I commend you. But I was just like, oh, that's not good. I just think they didn't have a very good, like, she was going at it in a wrong way. So I kind of feel like Kelly was a little bit the same way. It was like this ridiculous, like, expectation that she's never going to find that person. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, exactly. She was looking for something that doesn't, doesn't really exist. exist. And here's the thing. You need to marry your best friend because there's the hardest times in your life are going to happen while you're married. Like if you get married when you're in your twenties, the hardest times in your life are literally still ahead of you. And you need somebody who's going to be a rock by your side. You need a best friend.
0: Yeah. Like I always say when I'm watching the bachelor, if you can't be uh, harmonious and get along while people are scheduling out of these world dates for you, you are never going to survive outside of the show it's the same yeah there's nothing about you and your relationship that marriage doesn't uh that marriage fixes it literally exacerbates all of your issues (laughs) all of them because you're there's no escape you're like in a house or apartment together and you're like okay i really married you (laughs) so that's why it's like what i loved about this show because I kind of feel like some of this is getting lost. People don't talk anymore. It's all this swipe right stuff, you know? Yeah. And, you know, something that Cameron and Lauren said is like, hey, we really got down to, like, do you want to have kids? What's your faith? How do you feel about politics? What do you, you know, how would you want to raise your children? And, like, the everyone was like, oh, yeah. It's like they had never done that before with other relationships. I was like, "What?" what do you people talk about on dates? Because that's all I did with my husband was like, we talked about politics. We talked about religion. We talked about whether or not we want to have kids. We talked about our families. We talked, like, that's the point of getting to know someone. You have to, like, ask questions, you know? Like, if you're getting married on your wedding day and you don't know where your uh, your husband or wife is on politics, religion, and children, you should not be doing this yet, you know? Like, those are those are important things you need to nail down. <sighs>
1: that was my rant you feel better i do i feel
0: a little (laughs) bit better i feel i feel like i'm gonna save some people today i feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna help some people in their lives
1: (laughs) you you exercise that just had to like let it out
0: it was just like a lot in my soul that i was carrying around
1: but listen guys watch love is oh and then you just have to watch it for lauren and cameron oh because they are literally the otp they're the otp
0: of that show the producers know they're the otp of that show they were the first people to get engaged. Yeah. And you're like, this is insane. But then the minute they got together, you're like, oh, no, they need to have okay. they are meant to have babies they are, together. They, this is they literally the perfect match. Good. Which when you think about like to my attitude is Love is Blind was created like God created Love is Blind. So Cameron and <laughs> Lauren <laughs> could Lauren get together. Could, yes. <laughs> because listen,
1: she, she had never, she's, she'd never dated a white man before.
0: No, that was and new for her. Yeah. They're biracial. That was completely it wasn't for new for she, him. He's dated black women before. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, for her, she, she, she'd never dated a white man before. And she was always making, she was doing what Kelly did. She was making aesthetic choices mm-hmm. who ended up not being the right guy. Like you get the impression, like her reaction to the things that Cameron would say and do was like nobody had ever really been that nice to her before.
0: Well, her mom said, so she, I read it in an interview and I she didn't say it on the show. I wish she had said it on the show, but she said in an interview that, you know, she was talking to her mom and she was saying like, sometimes Cameron's love is like overwhelming. You know, she was just like, it's just, he loves me. so. She wasn't saying it's a bad thing. It's just, wow. Like he really it's loves just, me. Wow. And her mom was like, well, you probably haven't ever been loved properly by a man. Exactly. And that. Lauren was like, truth cool. bomb like she was like her her entire psyche split open and she became a new person it was like what it was like a mind blow moment and it was
1: it was beautiful to watch that happen to just kind of see her her blossom right under his love like it was they were the purest
0: sweetest like best Cameron family. loves Lauren the way Oliver loves Felicity it's just exactly. pure puppy heart eyes everything she does is was, amazing it was watching them that so and I were like, Yeah, this has to be an AU because Yes, they are literally Oliver and Felicity in so many ways.
1: It just it had to happen, you know. <laughs> well, and
0: I think that is something. You know, you need to feel like your spouse like your fiance, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend, if you're gonna get married to them, you need to feel like you're adored. Yes.
1: Yes. Like they're the priority. Yeah, and that that was something that I, I worried wasn't going to happen with Amber and Barnett. Because right. There was that 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 point where it was like, who's he going to pick his family or, or. Right. Or her. Right. And Shell and I had a conversation about this, you know, like, you know, what where does a man's allegiances belong with his family or with his new wife? Ooh, I thought that was a very interesting conversation. It is an interesting conversation because it, like everything else, it's not black and white. It's not like oh he needs to pick his family or oh he needs to pick her, you know. Obviously there should be some compromise. Yeah, it shouldn't be all or nothing. But at the same time, I've seen too many times where families feel like they own him. Yes, yes, and and don't want to share. You know. What yes, like, but, like they can't a man let him has go. A new family. Yes, right. and. He has a responsibility to that family. Yes, and that's that's a new priority. Mm-hmm. It's it's a complete shifting in the family dynamic when somebody gets married.
0: I mean, me and my husband have been there with his family because we've had so many problems with them, and like it really became a situation where uh, we felt like they're t- like his mother was trying to break us up after we got married. You know, it was really really bad, and so you know it it did come to a point where like my responsibility to, to him was to never. Uh, to never shut off the contact with his family you know I never right. wanted to be the reason why he didn't see right. his parents and his brother and his sister I never wanted like as many problems as we were having with them and they were Callie knows they were truly awful to me um, like it as many problems as we were having I was like I can't and he my husband offered he offered a couple couple times he would get so angry with them and so hurt they'd be like we're done and I'd be like no we're gonna work it out you just gotta give it time and you know but from his standpoint, he had to choose me, and he had some very difficult conversations with his parents where he was like, "Listen, this is the love of my life. You either start being nice to her, or I'm done with you." And he's like, "And you don't get to see the grandkid." So Ooh. he's like, "She's she's plenty, and I'm quite lovable." Like the things that they were like not liking me <laughs> yes, about, you are. I You're did not. So totally I had no lovable. control over it. It was like it was a lot of like his mom's issues with. Like my husband's from a small town. I'm from a bigger city. He moved into the big city. She thought he was going to stay in the small town forever and marry his small town girlfriend and live next door to her. And then none of that happened because of me. And so then therefore she hates me. But like if she ever talked to my husband about those things, he would have told her that he didn't love that girlfriend. He never wanted to live in a small town. (laughs) That was never going to happen. You know what I mean? But like she just blamed me all of it for all of it which is kind of ridiculous yeah
1: it, 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 so it, I it, felt it, it, that
0: with Amber and Barnett when they posed that question and Barnett was like I don't know but like I had been with my husband for three years before we got married
1: I feel like Barnett in that that time I feel like that was a reasonable answer to yeah you know, I mean he just met this woman two weeks com- ago yeah it's a completely new situation right for him.
0: Like I wouldn't expect my husband 2 weeks into our it. dating relationship to be like screw my family. Like no, that's right. not that's not normal. So it does it really brings up a lot of issues that like from the from the show experimental standpoint was I found fascinating.
1: I do think a husband needs to defend his wife.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think when you make that commitment to the person um and and they're having trouble with, you know, extended family I think the two of you need to be a united front right and when that doesn't happen That's it's very damaging to a relationship yeah. I mean there was a long time it wasn't happening with me with my husband and his family um he just was like oh you know because they would tell him they love me. They think I'm great. And then he would leave the room and they were just awful to me. And I would tell him, hey, this awful thing happened. And he like, oh, you misconstrued it. Because he couldn't imagine his his parents being that cruel and that inappropriate. He was just like that. You must have misinterpreted something because these these are not the people I know. But it resulted in that him actually witnessing an event. And he was like, is this what happens? I'm like, yeah, quite frequently. He's like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, they don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I, it, it it was very, very I it, it was a sped up process of like what I've experienced in my own marriage, which was kind of interesting to see that they got to that point so quickly, you know.
1: Yeah. It, well, that, and that's a wonderful way to drill down on these very real, real world issues. Yeah. You know, like they had these people go meet families and. That's where this stuff comes up. And it was, it was, the show wasn't forcing anything unnatural. What the show was doing was putting everything on fast forward.
0: Very much so. Very much so. And then you add in the drama of meeting this person on a television show. And a lot of families are like, "Mm, okay, (laughs) you're getting married in four weeks? (laughs) Sure, Jan. It was literal Sure, Jan, like from all the parents, except maybe Lauren's mom. Lauren's (laughs) mom. And I think Cameron's mom was pretty much on board. <clears throat> right but, away
1: um you know uh damien was the one who didn't take Gigi to meet
0: his family and i remember yeah, thinking that's not that's a good weird
1: sign, folks
0: <laughs> he kind of made yeah. he gave a little bit more explanation in an interview his brother has cystic fibrosis so i think there was some privacy issues and his parents wanted to meet gianna He just didn't want to meet her on camera. Like, they were just not here for the TV show. And I could, I would, like, if my daughter is about a TV show, I'd be like, can I meet them off camera? (laughs) Like, I don't want to. Yeah. No. I I,
1: I understand that. But, man, Gigi and Damien, they were such a train wreck. (sighs) When I I first realized what a train wreck they were, was when they were in Cancun and they were sailing. And he was like, oh, this feels so good. It feels great to just get away. And she, like, immediately sits up and looks at him. From what? What are you trying to get away from? Like, oh, I remember that.
0: Work. work yes.
1: stressed. She and she's like, out on him. what are you so stressed out about? Yeah. I like, like what are you hiding from me? Right. And it's like, like, Gigi, in the real world, people <sighs> have lives. Like, stressful and jobs. Stressful. <laughs> and it's not anything special. That's just life. He doesn't it's have a and wife and three kids business.
0: that he's trying to escape. He's not... Like a white-collar criminal that just embezzled and $8 million. Dollars. Why, like, calm that's down. Why we,
1: that's why we have vacation right. money,
0: is so that we could go and
1: get away from it. And, and then he was it. like,
0: hey, you're reacting very crazy. Insane. And then she would get and even more crazy.
1: No, she was she was a piece of work. It was
0: something. And I will say in the reunion special, at least she had the, like, the self-awareness to say, she I was, was a like, piece yeah. of work, and I cannot believe that you stuck with me. Yeah, She's like, you were so patient. And I was like, amen, sister. I mean, Damien can be kind of a dick. I think there's an oh, ego yeah. there that I'm like yeah, not yeah. that great about. OK. Um, but it's whatever. So I just, but yeah, it was so true. She was just like, oh, yeah, I can't believe he's put up with me. I'm like, girl, it's facts. <laughs> it's all facts. I don't know what to tell you. It was so good. It was so, so good. So go watch this show because it's the best train wreck you're ever going to see in your life. It really is good. It really is. Can fun. I talk about it's Grey's Anatomy biz. for a second? Because it was all oh, over yeah. the TL. I
1: had all people like arguing in my mentions. Oh, girl, about Grey's it's and like, and like, it's, I like I sh- sh-
0: it's like a it's a shit storm. <laughs> okay, so they had. All right, so if you have watched Grey's Anatomy for any period of time, if you don't want to get spoiled, hang up. But if you watch uh, and listen to us later, if you want, if you've watched Grey's Anatomy for any period of time, you know that if you crash Shonda, your character pays for it. Like what did he? I don't know. Her? Okay, like run so over her
1: dog or something?
0: all right, so yeah. Izzy got yeah. shipped <laughs> off, never to be heard from again. And Shauna has been very verbal about never having Catherine High go back. She, uh, hit, she killed Derek with a car, and then had him need brain surgery. Cause get it, the irony. Except they didn't know the he needed brain surgery, and only he. Brain right. surgery. No, no, it was actually very simple brain surgery. He just had a completely incompetent doctor, and he dies. So Derek dies when he didn't really need to die, which is just, okay, um, what else has she done? She's done some really, like, if you piss her off, she does shady shit. So all of a sudden, Justin Chambers, who plays Alex Karev, who's been on this show from the beginning, is gone. He puts out an announcement, hey, it's been great. It's been real, fam. I love you. But I'm 15. I want to explore new opportunities. And I always kind of felt him and Ellen Pompeo were on the same page, where Ellen Pompeo is like, hey, I'm in my 40s. I'm never going to get a gig like this. And I can buy three houses in the Hamptons if I want. So I'm going to stick with the show. It's like Justin Chambers had like five kids. He's very practical, it seemed like I'm just going to stay earning a crap ton of money. And I'm not really interested in future endeavors. Okay, then he's just gone. And then they're just like not explaining what's happening with Alex. Like Alex went to go see his mom, but he's married to Joe. He's got a new wife on the show. So it's like, it's weird. It's like, well, he can't just be disappeared because he has a wife that he needs to deal with. Okay. So this has been weeks. People have been waiting for weeks for them to explain, uh, Justin Chambers exit and Alex correct. So they finally did it last night. Finally happened. They did not invite Justin Chambers back to actually film any scenes. He did this all via letters and voiceover. So as, like, Meredith is reading the letter, it's Justin <laughs> Chambers' voice. And <laughs> he narrates the letters, and then they hired body doubles for some of the scenes. Like, they went out of their way uh. to not have Justin Chambers back and only keep, have him back on set, I would say. Jesus. Right? Okay. So. What the are you ready? Why people are you people watch this Are you show? ready? That's why I don't watch this show anymore. Are you ready for this exit? Are you ready? I, I heard all about it. you guys it, ready? Here it is. <laughs> he left his wife, Joe, to get back together with Izzy, who has had his babies and never told him you know that's helpful. So when Izzy if you guys don't remember when Izzy and Alex were together they were they were like the they were like the next super couple after McDreamy Izzy had I, cancer well,
1: I tapped out before Okay well they were like
0: and listen I loved Alex and Izzy uh that whole season with the cancer like they were great you know it was really a beautiful relationship um so Izzy cuz she was dying of cancer had her eggs frozen and um they do better if you fertilize them. So, you know, as Alex Krebs said, I spooged in a cup for you. So, like, she's had these embryos and Alex signed away. She can do whatever she wants with them. And, like, they just left it out hanging there, you know. And they have brought Izzy up in the past where, like, Joe is like, who knows? She could have your babies. And he's just like, you know, I don't know. He's like, I just imagined her on a farm and she's just really happy and she's got three kids. But, like, the the idea that Alex has, like, pursued Finding out if Izzy ever had the child, ever had their children, has never been a thing, and it's something that they've kind of addressed on the show. I feel like that he's not interested in like that, you know, because the way they ended was like Izzy was just a, a supreme asshole to him, because that's what Shonda does; she makes your character look horrible before she <laughs> ships you off. Uh, she so Catherine Heigl's character, Izzy, was awful, and the way she treated Alex was awful, and Alex, when the best moment of his, of his entire like character was telling Izzy, listen, I know I'm good enough now to not deserve this shit. It was an amazing breakup and you're like, yeah, Alex. And then Izzy's gone and then she'll never come back. So Meredith, I guess there was something happening with Meredith where people needed to write letters of support for her. So he had reached out to Izzy to write a letter and then he heard kids in the background. And then he's like, hey, do you have kids? And she's like, yeah. BTW, they're yours. And then he goes out there without telling his wife. He does not tell Joe where he's going. Commits adultery because he's still married to Joe. He gets back together with Izzy and then just writes letters to everyone. I'm going to. And so Izzy's in Kansas. She's a surgical oncologist, and Alex is going to raise their children, Alexis and Eli, and they're just one big happy family. And he just told Joe, Hi, I love you. If it was between you, just you and Izzy, I would totally have picked you. Okay. And I'm sorry that I did this to you in a letter. If I came back to see you, I wouldn't be able to leave. Okay. And I'm going to leave you all my money, and you can have shares in the hospital. Because money makes things better. That's basically the ending. There were so many Greys fans who were like, it would have been better if she just killed them.
1: <laughs> Literally, though. Okay, here's the thing. And I know... I know there's there's a lot of Arrow fans that aren't ready to hear this. <laughs> I'm excited to see where this goes.
0: <laughs> I think you can probably... I think I know where you're going with this, but...
1: <laughs> as bad as oh, yeah. okay. killing off Arrow Oliver is in the 20 years in Paradise Dimension, as bad as that is, at least our favorite character's development wasn't erased. Can you imagine if they had ended Arrow having Oliver, like, go back to Laurel? That's when I saw someone – that's when someone tweeted Sam me. They were something. like, this is literally you know like
0: Oliver going back to Laurel. Breaking up with Felicity, going back to Laurel after she had two – their kids and never told them. Because that's the classy thing to do.
1: You know, and it's just, it's, it's just
0: – Well, and here's the thing. This concept that Alex has to be with Izzy because of their children – that's yeah, not a thing. Absolutely. like you could like move to I know they want to keep Joe on the show. So
1: it's like as I know we don't like how how Arrow ended, but well, somebody like, I saw now, a lot now, of people yeah, I saw a lot of that's people it's not a reason to to say, oh well, let's just throw up our hands and say, we'll never get any better, not ever demanding right better. right. not saying that no, obviously demand better. but also, look at where you've been given again. well i saw a lot of people are like okay
0: because we've been saying it could you and i have been saying it could be so much well worse. listen kelly and i we're slightly older and we've watched a lot of tv and we've seen we've worse. seen <laughs> we've seen things you guys we've seen things all right and we this is exactly the situation we're bad. talking about they chuck the entire character out the window for some insane wrap-up they're like this doesn't make any sense so i saw a bunch of people were like okay it really could have been worse With Oliver and Felicity, because now I was like, Yeah, you always have Shonda Rhimes and Julie Plaque to show you all the ways it could be a shit show. Trust in that. But yeah, it was bad. Lots of people are really, really mad. They're really mad. Justifiably sad. And it just makes Alex's, it erases 12 years of character growth. It just makes his character look awful. So my question is Justin Chambers, what did you do? Well,
1: here's my grand question. He probably dared to ask for more money or some I kid. hope it's not like some
0: <laughs> sexual, like... I don't, I don't know. I, you here's know. the thing.
1: It's probably money.
0: I hope it's, it's money. It's like Brandon Rouse. Yeah, it's I hope it's just money. money. It's always yeah, money. Yeah, and then he got pissed and he's like, I'm done. It's always money. It is.
1: Here's the thing. I've heard... I... I- often forget that Grey's Anatomy is still a thing because nobody, know, it's like, nobody will talk it's like about Nash. it and then, like all of a sudden <laughs> it's all anybody talks about for two days because they did something shady ago. they did something awful and, and it's always because they've done something fucking asinine yes and here's my question <laughs> <laughs> why continue to
0: watch it listen shows? I don't
1: that can I don't watch shit. it I got
0: the train when she killed McDreamy after McDreamy, the neurosurgeon, I mean, needed a neurosurgeon. Was a I was like, off. okay. I am oh, and his sister <laughs> is an actual neurosurgeon. Like, it wasn't just enough that he was a neurosurgeon. His sister, who worked at the hospital, was also a neurosurgeon. So they have him get into a car accident far, far away and have him go to this crappy hospital where he needs a great neurosurgeon and he just ends up with crappy doctors who kill him. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I was like, yep, I'm done. I'm done. Because normally that is Shonda's response. See, what Shonda does is she does the direct opposite of what you want her to do. She kills the characters <laughs> that you don't want to have her kill off. And then she keeps the characters that you want her to kill off and have them have some shady exit, like Katherine Heigl or, you know, Alex Kreff. And now it's turned into, oh, Mare, you didn't need anyone. You were just the sun and moon all by yourself. Listen, I'm not that big of a Meredith fan. Like, I, I guess there's, like, the people who remain are really big fans of Meredith, and they've attached themselves to the new characters. It's kind of like ER, you know? I was never all that invested in, like, all the new people that showed up. I just, I was very invested in the originals, but then slowly but surely you're losing all the originals. It's, it's pretty much ER. So no, I, but I see this stuff. Like I saw the April Kepner blow up when they screwed over j fans. I, you know, I saw the blow up when they screwed over uh, Callie in Arizona. And now Why it's. Keep watching it. And now it's Alex <laughs> Karev. Like, listen, you guys, the only character I feel like they treat with a modicum of respect is Meredith Gray. Wait
1: until the end of the show.
0: Yeah, I think you know, that could be one where you stop watching and then you just binge to the finale. Cuz if it hurts well, you, no.
1: what I'm saying is they haven't Oh yeah. Well, let's see. Wait till the let's end. Let's see of the how show. Well, Ellen
0: Pompeo is like an executive producer now, so she's 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 got big money and big bucks. So I think that though
1: depends on how much she cares. Yeah, about.
0: true. But yeah, that show is a, it's a shitstorm. I wouldn't trust a goddamn soul associated I with mean, it, personally. is Maybe. is Shonda even like <laughs> Part of the show. I feel like it's a new showrunner. It's like, it's like me with Kevin Williamson and like Julie Plec and, um, Oh, I can't remember her name. Someone took over. Yeah. It's, I kind of feel like there's a new showrunner and all of this stuff happened under the new showrunner. Not saying that Shonda is not involved in some way. Cause she is, but this new showrunner is really a piece of work. Okay. I'm, let's do, should we go to questions? Sure. Do we have any? Yeah, we do. Um, okay. um, uh... Yes, we're doing con, Lexi. Are you overviewing the content? Yes, ma'am. Um, okay, let's see. Kara, Kara. Uh, oh. Thoughts on recent Chicago con with Emily and Steven. Charlie Barnett signing on for a pilot on NBC. I didn't know that I saw happened. That. If it means I anything in terms of the potential arrow spinoff, probably not. No. Thoughts on what Brandon Rouse said in his podcast with Michael Rosenbaum. That his exit
1: Listen, they can handle Charlie Barnett easy. All they gotta do is kill him
0: off. Charlie Barnett isn't part of FTA. So he only got mm-hmm. elevated because of this new his character got elevated her, this her new. Order. But like it's totally like they're gonna totally do the love triangle with uh you know Mia and JJ and Connor but it's Connor guys (laughs) so and here's the thing like he can he can this happens a lot like this happened with Jennifer Aniston Jennifer Aniston had another pilot when she got friends okay and then that pilot didn't go or she was able to get out of the contract or something happened so you know there's they have clauses and contracts where yeah they haven't been locked down yet because the show hasn't been picked up but I'm sure he's got something in his contract that if it's if it's picked up, he has to sign on with that show, or Mark he's got said lawyers.
1: hear something on the show in May. Yeah,
0: Mark said May because everyone was like, so. there was some website that was like, oh, they've been picked up, and I was like, I was like, yay, and I was like, well, that was stupid. I should have just email Mark and ask him if they were picked up. But uh, yeah, he came out on Twitter. Was like, well, we'll here in May. So you know, it's the same thing because everyone's like, well, how is you know, Cat? You know, Cat's got a limited series that she's doing with. Um, they already finished. Oh, they finished it. Yeah, so. In terms of, like, we don't know what his role is in the pilot. We don't know how much he was filming. Like, he was, it's, and he's a supporting role on Arrow, so, or on Green Arrow, so I'm not worried about it at all. It's not going to prohibit him being on the show. Yeah. I really don't think it will.
1: I, a lot of people put too much stock in that stuff. It's just like, that's not. A thing. Well,
0: it's a very, it's a fluid <laughs> situation. I'm not saying he won't end up on the NBC pilot, but I don't think he ends up on the NBC pilot if the Green Arrow show is a go- or Or, he has got a short order episode he's not a series regular and he works out the scheduling he could be a lila that happened that happened all the time on the vampire diaries and on the originals like the actors would not want to commit to their roles full time or they would be um filming another show and so they had exit options within the show where they didn't kill them but it made sense why they weren't around and then they brought them back when the actors wanted to come back so this yeah. th- it's different when you're you're talking like Cat McNamara. No, she's got a, she's got, she has to a series regular means that in the priority of your work schedule you have to you have to put Green Arrow first. She has to do that. But I would be surprised if Charlie Barnett is a series regular, and much easier for him to film and whatnot. Um. Oh, the Reddit weirdness. So this is Karam Onera. Sorry if I butchered your name. I'd be interested in your thoughts on the Reddit weirdness series that Kara posts. I think they are hilarious, to be, to be honest, and the amount of logic lately is definitely well, weird. here's
1: the thing. Here's I've been watching this. Reddit I know. That's why, because I
0: see it because you see it. And it um, shows up <laughs> on my timeline. Callie <laughs> does all the heavy lifting, guys. I just roll in here and like, what? What's going on?
1: <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting because I feel like a lot of what you saw on Reddit, a lot of the 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 hateful stuff i feel like some of those people have moved on the show's over yeah so they look true for something else to troll on um and i feel like a lot of the felicity hate was specific to while the show was airing yeah now that the show is done i feel like the calmer heads prevail yeah and they're like, listen, I'm still not that great a fan, but at least I can recognize. Yeah, there
0: was a lot of posts that i am seeing where like they weren't that bad or it wasn't. This is a this is a mischaracterization of Felicity's character or, you know, you
1: can't you can't say you can't say this. You can't, you can't say, say that. that she
0: was never there for Oliver. You can't. It was like right. more of a defense of the character, which I rarely if ever see on Reddit. So I think you're right. Yeah. There could also it's, be more Felicity fans thing. posting there because it's quieter. That
1: could be, so. But I th- I do think it's. A lot I agree of it with you. Just like people, the people who remain on Reddit are by and large the people who actually understood and watched. Right, the show.
0: right. Oh, Maddie has a good question. Hi, Maddie. If you could live in a universe established by the TV show or movie, naturally you can take your spouses and family with you. Which would you want to live in? I.e., we love Arrow, but we would never want to live in Star City. <laughs> Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Um. God. Would I want to live? On any show.
1: They're all Like, can I have a guarantee that I, like, way. that I can't <laughs> die?
0: Can I have a guarantee that I not die? Like, I would do, I would do, like, I would do places where, like, I have superpowers. But, like, no, not I die. Maybe, like, maybe the best is, a, did you say movie? TV show or movie? I mean, Harry Potter. That would be fun. Get to live at a castle and learn how to be a wizard. Mm. Like, if you take away the Harry's, like, Life is in danger. Every movie stuff. I just want to play with a wand. <laughs> I honestly don't. Know. I don't know. There's so many places. that are like, oh, I would never want to live here. And I'm very happy with where I live. So.
1: I honestly don't know. That's a know. Good yeah, question. I'm fairly content
0: with my life.
1: Yeah. I like, like Jen. I like where I live. Yeah. And I like.
0: Also, you just got a know. new house. So when you have a new. Like, that's my other thing. I, I love, love my, my house. house. I love my house so much. <laughs> I never leave it. Because I love it so much. I love my house. I love my neighborhood. You have such. You have a much better house now. I love your new house so much. It's so perfect for you guys. Okay. Uh, Angel. What do you think. Who do you think is the next major Arrowverse actor to leave or be fired? I don't
1: give a hair. Brandon Routh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a hairy shit. Here's the thing. That's. Arrows over so I don't have to care about the other shows anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't watch them anymore, guys. I don't watch The Flash. I don't watch i don't care. I'm, I, I got to be honest. I don't, I don't even care. really watch Legends anymore and I don't think I'm going to. I, haven't I think I'm watched done with Legends. Legends.
1: I think I'm done with Legends. I haven't Legends. watched Legends since since we lost CW. Right. Yeah, you don't get CW and you're not going to go through the I'm brain like, damage I could watch. I could watch on the app, but I don't feel Well, you can it, so. watch it on you can binge it on
0: Netflix. Once it comes could, out, but, but you're not. not going to. <laughs> I know. That's not, I'm like, I have to be honest about my legends. Like Ray's leaving. Fine. I'm just kind of like not into it.
1: Yeah, I just uh, I don't care. So it's really I more of a care. question of
0: which shows are we exiting <laughs> I don't watch anything on the CW anymore. Supergirl has exciting don't. news though, because Melissa Benoist is pregnant. Yeah. Which I was very given everything she's gone through and her abusive marriage before. I was very happy to hear that. And her and Chris Wood are adorable. There. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I guys. I don't know, guys. I, I, I don't
1: know. I don't care. Like, I, I know a lot of people want to dunk on the Flash still, but, like, I don't have anything need to dunk on them anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of done. it was fun to dunk while I was still watching Arrow, while I was still in the universe. But I've now exited the universe. Okay, yeah. And, like, I still love Elicity, but, like, Barry has nothing to do with that. Like, I was mad at Barry while he was affecting my ship.
0: Keeping them apart. Now they're safe. <laughs> them now them they're safe. But now they're Mark safe. Mark and so I'm like, eh. put them in this little safe cocoon where they'll eh. be forever and just, like, I don't and care. just like, happy. Okay. Barry can't get to them. Somebody said that
1: Steve said at the con that, like, Barry, or Barry, <laughs> <sniffs> <sniffs> <laughs> that Grant wears padding in his suit, and he doesn't. And they're like, "That's funny," and I'm like, "Okay, that's the type of stuff I will chuckle at." But like, that's I'm never going to like go off on like a ten minute rant about padding and suits. Like, I I don't I don't care that much. Okay, it's just yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'm I'm here for a good dunk on Barry Allen every now and then. But Always. Like, as far as as far as like, do I care about like how long he's going to be doing the Flash and if Candace Patton's leaving the show? And it's like, I don't care. Mm-mm. I don't care. I don't. care. Sorry. I don't well, prefer. I just don't I just don't, I know, don't know enough I about it care. to be like, hey, this is the person who's going to leave. I don't know. I know nothing about it. I just, zero, zero, zero. We've been watching
0: yeah. uh, Love is Blind. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Love is Blind.
1: I've been watching like all the... Oh, you know what I've been binging?
0: <gasps> I don't know. You're always binging something. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. I'm so happy about it, though. We've been watching... Every night before we go to bed we've been watching Shits Creek.
0: I've seen that seems people seem to enjoy that. I've been you have been Here's binging Shits Creek. That was me. That was me like like Jen has been binging a month gossip ago. girl. Which I found a month
1: ago hilarious. I was like, Man, everybody sure does love Shits Creek. I'm not now I you're one of them? It. And now and like Shell's like, You really should give it a try and I'm like, eh, maybe. Yeah, I feel maybe. like I can I, pretty I, much
0: boil down to anything with you getting binged. It's either <sighs> Shell or Lexi. Well, she, she was like, you should watch it. And I'm like,
1: meh. And so then, like, a few weeks later, Kyle was surfing around for something to watch. And I saw it on Netflix. And I I said to Kyle, I was like, oh, Shell said that's really good. And he's like, well, let's give it a try. They and so we started it. watching it. And now we're like, we're ob- You're obsessed. We're obsessed. They are the best little Weird. family ever Weird. in the Quirky. world. I think I it's ending. So is it much. ending this year? It is ending. This is the last season, which is even all the better. Because then... By the time I'm all caught up, I'll have the new season. Yes, you will. So, (laughs) So,
0: alrighty. Angel asked, "Who do you? Oh, sorry. Uh, Angel, thoughts on spinoff? Which canary do you think the writers are liable to kill off once the Canary Network is set (laughs) and Zoe regains her pre-crisis memories? I think that it would be Dinah before Laurel. Yeah." It would it would absolutely be Dinah before Laurel. And All I right. know I'm sorry, you guys. Like you want us to say Katie Cassidy. It's not. But really I have Katie learned Cassidy. to trust that girl's lawyers. That that ship doesn't Yeah, folks. like <laughs> that woman has a hell of a team of lawyers on her side. So I've just learned to trust them and to Jesus, know that she's protected. Rid- <laughs> the only way to be rid of Katie Cassidy is to stop watching. Yeah, if you really need her to be gone from your life. You can't Stop watch the watching. spinoff. I'm not like she needs to be gone for my life. I can I can deal with her and have fun hating the character she plays. <laughs> um, what's the buzz on the reboot? Hi, Peggy. It's Peggy Lee, our beautiful jewelry designer. What's the buzz on the reboot? Any news? I'm going to actually tweet you. Uh, they'll find out in May.
2: They'll find
1: out in May. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. Before I
1: was like, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. But now I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not. I really don't.
0: Oh, now you're sure? Now they've had some distance. I've had enough distance that I don't feel like I need. I feel like there is going to be. I still don't feel like they've hit on what the show is going to be.
1: Yeah, I just I don't know. I haven't seen a reason to watch. Let's put it that way. Maybe maybe they'll they'll give me a good. See, this is so
0: the freaking spin off with the legacies and the originals because it took a while to get it. I feel like picked to hear that it got picked up. I don't want to say it was May, but it was like the March April. Like it aired and then it was like months waiting to hear if it got picked up, and like any of my interest just dissolved. I wouldn't say that's happening with me because I am super in love with Kat McNamara. So I'll I'll watch.
1: You got to keep watching so you can tell me. I know. I'm like, (laughs) like, okay, like if there's
0: ever, here's the deal. This is how me and Callie work. I am beholden to the DNA that is Elicity. And if there's any of their DNA on the TV, on a TV show, I have to watch. Like, that's just part of me. Callie's better at letting go. And once Callie lets go, she really lets go. But, like, I am incapable. Like, I still know what's going on with Grey's Anatomy. What the fuck is up with that? Like, because just... I can't, like, fully sever most of the time. Like, I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy. Like,
1: I'm trying to think of what was happening on the show when I stopped watching. Yeah, see, watching. like, I kind I, of still I wanna know. I want to say, I want like to but... say it was when McSteamy showed up and oh girl. died like it Whoa! was a long time ago
0: yeah that's like season two yeah i
1: like i say, i watched it for a little while and then i stopped and i never cared to get back into it like that's what i do though when i'm done with something i'm just done i don't care
0: sorry i can't <laughs> it's just not who i am yeah i'm not as good at that like I low I like low key keep an eye on stuff, so even if I wasn't watching the show, I would totally like be knowing what was going on with the show. So I might as well just watch the freaking show. I feel that's accurate. I feel that's. Do you accurate. you know what I mean? Yeah. And the only reason like I I I'm not watching legacies is because like Callie and Maddie like literally did a. We're
1: like no more play, no more play. They literally had an intervention. <laughs> but like I know she's hurt you too
0: much. Like already. I'll see fan vids on it sometimes. <laughs> so that's like the extent of my knowledge. Not that I'm invested. Don't let her hurt you anymore. I know, I don't. I don't give a shit. I don't care about any of the characters. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I find, I think I'm finally at the point where I'm like, I'm too old for this crap. Like, none of the guys, I don't think any of the guys are hot. I feel like they're all, like, just tweeny boppers. They're all children. Like, when you got tell pa, Listen, Paul Wesley <laughs> and Ian Summer showed up. They were never, it was never Paul Wesley as this teenager. Paul Wesley was a man. And Ian Somerhalder actually, like, played older. He was, like, 22 or 23.
1: I've never, even when I was a teenager, gone for the teeny-looking guy.
0: I mean, can we really like, say Josh Jackson was a teeny-looking guy on Dawson's I mean, Creek? for a little like, while. Like, for a was, minute, was, but then he but... showed up in season three being all the hotness. He was all the hotness. Now. David Boreanaz, don't at me. Oh, God, like, yeah. pure, just <laughs> testosterone, hot, hot man-man. Like it just I don't know.
1: I've always if I have a choice and there's two like leading man types and one looks like a toddler (laughs) and one looks like a man
0: Oliver Queen Oliver Queen?
1: He's all man. He's all man. I I never go for the Even in my ships that you can't support, which
0: is Raylo, are we really talking are we really talking about Ben Solo? Why Why would you hurt me? Because I like to bring it up to make you cry. So driver's all man I'm he's a nice man to you you mountain he's a man mountain he's something did I you know. hear the ben affleck story i don't care okay <laughs> anybody care about the ben affleck story going once no, going twice. no <laughs> nobody cares don't. all right if you are as obsessed with adam driver <laughs> as me and maddie and
1: i'm trying to think cause lynn 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 is the only other one that's
0: obsessed with yes because she's the best Trevor.
1: She is, is the great.
0: best. You yeah, can beautiful. DM me or tweet me, and we will talk about Adam Driver <laughs> and all the so goodness. So she not talk about him with me. No, because it makes you sad. Because he, he killed, uh, you know. Listen. JJ is also. We've been DMing. And, like, we're the same level on Raylo, so it's kind of amazing. So, yeah, if you're a closet oh, Raylo person and you're sad. scared, you're scared Let's to come out, you do come that. talk to me. That's gross. Anyways, my point is, like I'm not going to ship Barry Allen cuz Grant Gustin looks prepubescent. Gross. So like all the guys on that show, I'm like, listen. Yeah, when mm-mm. when they
1: first introduced Barry in season was, like, 2, disappointing. and everybody was like Barry and Felicity, ooh, and I'm like, mm, no. Cuz like they <laughs> used to bring
0: up the age difference between Oliver and Felicity, and I felt like when they brought Barry in, it just like exacerbated how much older Oliver is than Felicity, and it just felt weird it's like she was dating it was like high school like this is her high school boyfriend and like her husband competing
1: but in the show there's only four years difference
0: really okay Eh, that's just steve looking old steve (laughs) (laughs) Steve aged. he's my age he's my age i can say that
1: no but he aged like he did age rapidly (laughs) one and two he was fine but like after season four he started getting kind of scraggly you need to stop with the alcohol, man. Yeah, the hard saying. drinking. Put the it's, beer down. It's,
0: it's, it's putting lines line your face. Stop hard partying, dude. It's good. Love yourself and get like, a, just like get a facial and go to sleep at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> God, we're going to hell. I know. We'll be there together.
1: Oh, what was i talking about i was, it was
0: something i was like oh i'm literally going to hell but i'm like it'll be fine because callie will be there it will be fine oh i was going to confession i was running over like some stuff in my head and i was like you know the chances of me going to hell are high pretty, pretty good feels 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 like probability oh because yeah me and my husband was like <sighs> he, was arguing, he wasn't really arguing with me. He was like, we just went to confession. Because they did it, we go before Christmas, and they are doing it early. They did the, the church group thing early, where they have a t- crap ton of priests, and they just run you through like an assembly line. Uh, so they did that early. It was very early in Lent. So it was literally only two months. And my husband's like, I don't need to confess anything. I was like, well, let me make stuff up. That's what Lauren did. So. <laughs> Lauren actually, That's what I always did. Lauren actually told the priest that she was like, I don't really have anything to confess. And he's like, well, why are you at confession? And she's like, because my mom made
1: me go. <laughs> like when, when we had our, our first
0: confession, I was like, I don't have anything They're like make something. Yeah. Like so it. I'm like, well, yeah, they run you. They do the examination of conscience and you're like, oh. it's different every time that they do it. They have a different perspective. It's like they don't run through the Ten Commandments every time. It's like every time they like write out this thing that's like a different examination. Like, let's like explore this part of your life. I was like, do you say mean things about people? I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then there. the criteria. I am so screwed. So I told my husband, he as is, is a pure soul, can pray for mine since he'll ascend to heaven, body, and soul. He's like, yeah, okay.
1: That's, that's
0: I was like, the whole podcast is... <laughs>
1: Basically Me saying like talking. not
0: nice things about shows I watch and actors I don't like, so you know. But yes, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Alright, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I don't know uh know. <laughs> and listen, if you're here, it just means that you're my people. You're sitting And too, you can so. burn with us. <laughs> Consider that. <laughs> 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 but see, Kelly and I've talked about this, us burning in hell would not be is it, not a problem because we'd be having fun. So which isn't the point of hell. No, you're not supposed to have fun in hell. No, it's really not. I really don't want to go there. <laughs> people I are like, like, Jonathan, that, like would, I'm, that would be like, if we were really like talking about it. I don't, don't want to go there. Like on <laughs> Outlander where Jamie was like, I don't really have a desire, to, oh by the way, I caught up an outlander and where Jamie was like, I don't really have a desire to like send a man to hell. He's like, will you repent? I was like, I just don't know. Is that how it works? Like, you can just say you're sorry five seconds before. I guess if you're, you know. See, this is why I like being Catholic, because we have purgatory. You know where I'm going 100% for sure? Purgatory. Heaven, probably not for a really long time. But purgatory, I am absolutely going there. And it's a source of great comfort to me. OK. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Um, okay we Go don't have any more questions <laughs> everyone's been talking about to us I'm gonna make sure I didn't have anything else on my list there's nothing else on my list You're done. do you have anything on your list I am done <laughs> <laughs> you're like I was done you were done when I hit Raylo you're like and I'm hanging up yeah let's not do that it's okay you can still love me can I? Yes, you have to love me unconditionally. That's the point yeah. of friendship. Even when you make bad decisions, that's actually not actually how friendship works. But you're gonna decide to love me anyways. Uh, am I? It's a one-off. It's not like I do this with every ship. It's a complete, and I admit it's a one-off. When is this phase? going I don't go think over. it's gonna be can over like, anytime soon. It's really kind of getting can bad. I put
1: a notice on my calendar. It's safe to talk. Like to here's Jen the thing.
0: Now. I here's what you need to appreciate i am in it deep with these raylo vids but i don't tweet them i keep it private i don't make you look God. at it so it's i would i would mute but it. i'm in it deep it's a problem <laughs> like i look every day to see if there's any new ones and it's the same clips over it see this is how it was like with oliver and felicity and stelena it was just like i kept it's like it's all the same scenes but see it's worse because it's just it's a fucking movie so they have like eight total scenes and people just arrange them differently even though they do they do amazing at it it's beautiful there
1: will never be more scenes
0: I know but it's like the way that I just these are artists I don't want to tell you I'm sorry no no I promise I will get back to watching Lost how about that because I fell off the train there for a little bit yeah you did but now I'll get back to it because my job is going to be over and then I can like watch and binge during the day with you because that's your prime binge time is during the day yeah like if you're curious we're podcasting right now in the middle of the afternoon because that's what works for me and cal but we understand it it doesn't work with you and and all 'all (laughs) y'all people who are out working hard for a living
1: but this is when i have time there's no children here to
0: bug me there's no husband Mm -hmm. here wanting my time Mm -hmm. and i work but i can like do my stuff whenever i want least with this project it's not going to be fyi i'm going back to the stuff i was doing before next week for the next couple weeks so podcasting might not be happening because i'm going to be very eight to five i'm very eight to five and then callie is busy with her family at night and on the weekends so that's what happens not that i'm not busy with my family i'm just uh i ditch (laughs) them more Callie's a very good mama and a very good wife. She spends time with her husband on the weekends, and like makes them. Nights and weekends are are their times. Yep, it's very sweet. I feel okay (laughs) ditching my husband because he plays video games and he's got like these twenty something dudes that are like that he play that like they do like the wireless thing, and they Mm. play whatever the game is, Fortnite. Chris. It's his obsession. So when I go off to do my obsessive thing, he feels like it's complete permission to do his obsessive thing and it works out fine. That's all I'm saying. You know? I'll be done. Yeah, let's be be done. Let's be done. I don't have any more questions. Nobody's talking to us anymore. They don't love us anymore. No, they don't. Makes me sad. Makes me sad. It's okay. So watch Love is Blind. Watch Love is Blind. Do it.
1: Also, watch The Circle on Netflix because that's a lot of fun.
0: Also, you guys can tweet us things that you want us to watch. Yeah. We're not guaranteeing we're going to watch it. (laughs) I'm not going to make any promises. But you can tweet us, hey, this is really good. Check it out. Like, for example, I noticed somebody just tweeted us that we should watch Prodigal. Here's the problem. problem? Oh, that's what I was going to tell. Say Okay, I have a show for everybody to watch, and you're going to be blown away. No, Because it's a procedural, and I never recommend that shit. Are you ready? You're not going to watch it. No. But I'm totally crazy about The Rookie with Nathan Fillion. It's got nothing to do with Nathan Fillion. I think he's problematic as a person, but his character is very good. All the characters are really good, but there is a ship to ship. If you ever watch Rookie Blue, it's very similar to, like, Andy and Sam McSwarik. It's kind of like that. It's the training officer and his rookie. So it's Tim and Lucy. It's hot. It's hot. And like they're totally like so Lucy was with Nathan Fillion's character in the, in season one. And then they dropped it. And they're <sighs> going full on lorever, by pretending it never happened. And now they're doing all these like warm and fuzzy the scenes with Tim. Full a on hmm
1: Didn't How happen. Happy am I they don't talk is. about it.
0: That's like a verb for
1: when a show dumps a ship. Yep. And pretends it never It's happened. 100% a
0: lore of It's happened. It's They're actually happening.
1: A lore of I want the, an entry in the
0: Urban in Dictionary. In the Wikipedia? Someone's got a wiki. Urban Dictionary. Oh, Urban Dictionary. Okay. Do it. Do it, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> um, Yeah. So it's really a lot of chemistry between the two actors. It's going to be a slow burn, but it's a procedural that I can actually sit and watch, which doesn't ever happen so yes i tried to watch prodigal i got bored fast and bailed that's my other problem have you noticed that you're impatient with shows i've been that way for years i am gotten really bad i'm very impatient <sighs> I'm like, eh, i gonna.
1: that's that's the summation of me as a middle-aged person i don't watch a lot of tv I like know. binging is one thing and like watching but that's Creek like when Kyle, you love it like that's that's it's one thing if you could just like watch things at your own speed, but here's where the shows lose me hmm. is when I have to wait a week for a new episode is because in that week's time i'm like I'm like a squirrel who notices something shiny, I'm like I lose my attention for it
0: yeah you have to really if, love it for you to stay with stuff if i'm if yeah if I'm i think you're wearing off on me
1: i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold on
0: so I'm listen gonna, i'm just saying well, if you're yeah. suggesting a procedural you got an uphill battle with me i don't even know if you watch those do you watch
1: any of those i don't i don't like procedurals i don't watch them i don't watch network tv that's also true generally as a rule like i watch brooklyn 99
2: but i have like, shows I that i need on, to watch i don't watch
1: it, I don't watch it live I like Every now and then we're like, oh, there's a couple episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine that we have to catch up on. We'll watch them. Like I want to
0: watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. I want to watch Community. Like I have stuff that I in the hopper that I want to watch. I really love. I'm really, really, really. This is also strange because I have a comedy that I like. I don't know what's happening, but I love Single Parents. It is hysterical. Like I love it deeply. If if
1: I watch a network, that's amazing feat. If I watch a week to week show, amazing feat. Like.
0: Yeah, I think I'm like down to a million little things and The Rookie are like literally my only week to week shows right now. And honestly, I can't with a million little things. I have more things that I don't like about it than I do. But my husband loves it. Isn't my husband the softest teddy bear to ever exist? He's pretty soft. It's so he's so soft and mushy and, and it's just adorable. I love that he loves a million little things. Like, he hearts it. Oh, this is us. We watched that. So this is us, A Million Little Things, and The Rookie, I think, is like my list of taped recorded. And then I've just been my, watching. My husband,
1: for anybody out there in the who news. does watch Schitt's Creek, has taken to impersonating Moira Rose and the way she speaks, particularly when she is discussing the baby. <laughs> and he does that. And i'm like dying laughing he is so into it he loves it you guys
0: i could do the fargo remember on fargo Kristen dunst was on fargo i could do that really good i like every time i did it my mom and my dad and my husband were like in tears i could do it really good i bet
1: you can (laughs) every now and then your minnesota sneaks out it does
0: it does (laughs) okay guys we're hanging up that's it we'll see you soon at some point no promises because i have to go back to an eight to five